El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then I'd come on this show to defend those opinions. But now I don't really do any of that shit. I just do a whole bunch of shows. Joining me today, she is one third of the trio that hosts the Brouhaha podcast, which you should check out right damn here on the Unpops Podcast Network. She's also a fantastic comic that you can see at our live show on January 26th. Ladies and gentlemen, Cindy Aravina. Also joining me, she is one of my favorite comics in the entire world. Maybe my favorite comic in the entire world. Second only to myself. You've heard her on the podcast so many damn times. Not recently. It's been a couple years. Ladies and gentlemen, Annie Letterman. Also, Vanessa Gritton is my co-host. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Joining me as co-host today, in charge of the soundboard on the ones and twos, Vanessa Gritton on the backup, drug-free, so put the crack up. Hell yeah. It's a Marky Mark reference. No, I appreciate it. Is what that was. Are you drug-free? No. Of course not. God, no. You're a liar. (laughs) You're a fucking liar over here. I... Yeah. Yeah. We'll never pass a drug test. Ever. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It'll take a while for me to pass one. That's understandable, though. You gotta do the right drugs if you want to pass it. Yeah. Adderall. (laughs) Yeah. But that's... I feel like it doesn't count if you can go to a doctor and get it. Yeah. Yeah. Mushrooms. They don't test for mushrooms. Really? I should be doing more. I should be doing more mushrooms. That's Cindy. That's Cindy Arvina. Hi, Cindy. Cindy and Vanessa both from the Brouhaha podcast Mm. on the Unpops Podcast Network. And holy shit, Annie Letterman is here. For the first time in six years, decades. Annie is on the podcast. Last time, like I had a full time job. Last time you were on the podcast, yeah, I went to the place. I went to the spot. Yeah, there was an office and snacks and and things. And now we have water and mason jars. That's great. I prefer this. Yeah, but I don't like all those suits around me. Yeah, yeah, squares. It was very corporate. We were in an office. There was no sequin curtains. None of that shit. No iron giant. No, a fan sent us that. That's great. Yeah, Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Although between the two locations. The offices are the only one I've ever been hammered in. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, you were drunk in the downtown spot before, weren't you? Nope. Maybe not. Wow. Rem- that was you the only one. You need to get your drinking on, girl. You're yeah. really fucking up. It was like <laughs> nine in the morning. Yeah, yeah. We did get Vanessa drunk in the morning for a podcast oh, once. Fun. They put sunglasses on me like it'd make me look not drunk. <laughs> like you that. were a dog or a baby. <laughs> <laughs> and she was drinking tequila in such a small... Like if we let a match that room would have exploded <laughs> it was so tiny. and we were trying to be so covert about it and i feel like it was so fucking obvious yeah it was because i sprained my ankle i took one step outside of the office well i think Why everyone you oh you didn't want everyone the, you didn't want the bosses to know that you were getting her drunk for a podcast right but you, yeah it wasn't like let's pretend that you're not drunk on this podcast yeah no she was drunk on purpose <laughs> yeah great. and so they were like we're gonna walk you through the office and don't act drunk. It was some weekend sunglasses. at Bernie's shit is what it turned into. The second they opened the door and he looked at me and said, please be cool. I ate shit. <laughs> Just hit the ground, sprained yeah. my ankle. I had to be like dragged out of there. 
She broke the sunglasses right off her face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Scratched her cornea. We had to take her to the emergency. Oh my room. god, scratching cornea is such an. I had an eye patch for a while because of that. Really. But it was fun. She didn't really want to give me the eye patch. I was like, "Give me the eye patch, bitch." Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I go to this place in uh, Koreatown. Scratched my cornea. Couldn't see. It was. It's so painful. Yeah. You know what helps? Special K ketamine. <laughs> but who can even get that? Can you? Let me know. That helps um, a lot of things. I've yeah. heard. PTSD. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Depression. Yeah. Yeah. There was like a suicidal tendency. Boredom. You want to not this walk mo- upstairs? This movie sucks. Yeah, Wild it makes uh, trap yeah. music sound good. Yeah. Well, Wait, most what drugs. Kind of music? Trap music. So, Annie, how have you been? Dude, I've been up and down. You know, the hardest part of this show for me is the first few minutes. Because I I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life. When all I really want to do is talk about what I've been up to since last week. The problem is I always interrupt. That's why we call this segment This Week in Me. It's about to get really intense. I don't play this live when we're live streaming. Normally, when we're just recording, yeah. I play this myself. But now they get to see guitar. how genuinely proud of myself I am for hitting the right button. <laughs> yeah. Vanessa hit a combination of 12 different buttons to play that. Vanessa knows out, right? how to obey, if you know what I mean, for yeah. the viewers. For the viewers. <laughs> for the people watching at home. Vanessa's it's wearing not, a sweatshirt that says she's obey. She's a goddamn skater, okay? Yeah. <laughs> she's a skater girl. Am I? I can't do wheels. Yeah, yeah. I had a, when you're drunk, you can't. <laughs> I had a skateboard for a while as a kid, and I almost killed myself on it. <laughs> and I thought you were going to be like, and I used it to bring food in from the other room. <laughs> <laughs> I used it to bring my drink over to me. <laughs> if I had one now, that's what I would use yeah. it for. Yeah, it's convenient for that sort of the things that are just out of reach. Yeah. Yeah. So how have you been? I haven't. It's been such a long time. We're so happy to have you back. It's, that's such a hard answer when it's been that long. I've been yeah. lots of things. Yeah. I want deep like who did you vote for? Yeah. Uh, primaries and general. And the primaries I voted for him, I wrote him in. <laughs> I, like, I love this guy. He's hilarious. Wrote him in as a Democrat. Wait, can we be honest, though? <laughs> Let's be real about when he really was hilarious. This is an undeniable, hilarious Trump moment. Okay. When it came out that uh, Elizabeth Warren is only like point, 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 whatever, Native American, and he tweeted, guess I can't call her Pocahontas anymore. <laughs> That is pretty. Genuinely, like I was the crying emoji. I was like, "Our president is Good hilarious." Yeah, that that's not that's not a terrible that joke. That was so funny. Even the blind squirrel finds a nut sometimes. <laughs> Good job. I've Trump. never heard that one. Never. No. I say it all the time. A friend of mine in Wisconsin no, named don't. Caleb used to say it. That's what they called the game when they got you drunk and then put your sunglasses on and then they just had you reaching out for their nuts. Find a nut. was, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. He's been molested. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's a good segue into what we're talking about today. (laughs) We're talking about beloved pedophiles from music history. There's so goddamn many. We're talking about it because R. Kelly is in the news. Is anyone watching or have you watched Surviving R. Kelly? I watched a few episodes, but you know what my issue was? I don't know why everyone's just chill with the editing. Like, they, it's so disgusting. The way they, like, tease for the commercial break. It's like a girl, like, running off crying. I'm like, you, nobody gives a fucking shit about these girls. I mean, it is all (laughs) entertainment, dude. It is so gross. People are just, like, lapping it up, like. Yeah, but I feel like it's still doing. It's good. I feel bad for those. I mean, I'm sure that they're in a very certain hell right now. Yeah. Is it 
like dramatizations or found footage or like yeah i haven't seen it's it yet. like talking heads where they're interviewing them and then they're interviewing a bunch of other people that it, like are also giving parts of the story his brother who's in prison is talking about how they were both molested i guess they got molested by his sister and then his brother was kind of like hey i like older chicks he likes younger <laughs> that chicks. is not the same thing he's sir. like we can't like, each other out. You know, we kind of have the same, you know, but it's like, you know. Offsetting you, penalties. So you see that he came from a abuse himself mm-hmm. and not that, I mean, obviously that's not acceptable. Right, right. An acceptable but it's, excuse, it's but it's typical. more, you can, yeah, it's mm-hmm. typical. You can understand a little more. And then they're like interviewing. These, it literally reminds me of when I did Girl Code. I'm like, is this Girl Code or <laughs> <laughs> are these girls drama? It's just, I just know I've had, you know, my own experiences or whatever. And I, when you come out with a thing like that, it's you get flooded with stuff and it's gross it's gross even the positive stuff is gross because it's like something bad happened to me it's not like right like you're a hero it's like something horrible happened Mm -hmm. to me i always realize like what i like is what i would want to be acknowledged for for these things and what i would want to acknowledge these girls for is their perseverance like you got through it you're still alive. you're still going right working through it but it's just like like a sad thing everyone looks at you like you're just like this fragile thing that's defined by what someone else did to you forever and it's like I've done so much else in my life I'm not defined by this I would say that people aren't even doing that I think they're projecting their own thing on you yeah and it's a weird it's just a weird pull and like being a victim right now is kind of like popular in this disgusting way not that I'm like saying that it's I think victims should come forward obviously but it is like almost like pop like like it's like what's your <laughs> did, did my rape get of... enough retweets like it's like literally <laughs> like it's crazy so it's a weird um it's weird you know to go from mm-hmm. not saying anything or not having the support to then all of this like outpouring and you're like ah. yeah it's like where were you before yeah because when- we all watched that didn't you see like I don't know if I actually watched the tape, but I know I was in the room when the tape was playing before. The P tape? Yeah. The R. Kelly P tape, not the Trump P tape. I never saw it. I never saw the tape, but I had braces on when I saw the episode of the Boondocks where they talked about it, which is like how long ago that was. Yeah. I I worked with those guys. I love them. The Boondocks guys are cool. They're funny as shit. Um, Yeah, I never saw it. I heard it's almost like grainy surveillance (laughs) footage. Well, That's I don't what know I've always what, imagined yeah. it like in my head. I don't know yeah. where it is. I think there was like a hot tub. I just don't I, – I know about the tape, so I'm like I don't think I saw it. I it was like in I the Colorado remember. room. <laughs> he, he had a room called the Colorado room because it had wood paneling. Because you're going to get – well, I guess I was going to say – I was going <laughs> to say snow, but you're going to get – he's going to pee his name. <laughs> you like your snow. You're the snow. It's the Colorado room. But I do remember like – it was a big deal. Like, it was a big deal. It wasn't like we were, everyone was talking about it. I remember it being like, oh, yeah. Huge. And then he didn't go to jail, but he, I remember like seeing him like swarmed with cameras like, leaving a courthouse. Yeah. He went to trial years yeah. later. Yeah. And yeah. was found not guilty. And was it people didn't want to testify and stuff like that, right? The, the girl in the tape and her family stopped cooperating. It was a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. They were paid off. P- most likely. Most likely. Yeah. yeah. Isn't she, though, like now, like the, basis in his band though something like that she's oh, like, I don't... still connected to him in some way i've heard but like, i mean she comes from a musical family so uh because <laughs> oh her aunt was one of his artists mm-hmm. and she's in the documentary and she talks about having introduced them and she was like i didn't think he would fuck my niece i mean i'm uh, paraphrasing but yeah. she was like i didn't think he would do it to me mm-hmm. and my family and yeah, all these people around these predators are so fucking, like, involved, dude. They're so involved. They're so involved. Yeah, like, once he married Aaliyah, at that point, you got to keep like, your kids yeah. away from him. 
Yeah, and that, married that story Leah, came out. You were all there. Like, who, one of you was the witness. Like, what the hell? And that story came out such a long time ago. That yeah. was like 94, 95. Wow. It was before she died? Because she died in 98, I remember. Uh, that he married oh, her? Oh, I thought you said Yeah, the story came out almost. weren't they married, like, secretly? Yeah. They were married secretly, and I remember I had a subscription to Vibe magazine Wait, in I high like school. the idea that he married her corpse. <laughs> he swam her, too. He, he got her out of the sea, and he... <laughs> Pulled her out of the burning wreckage of the plane. Oh, poor And Aaliyah, with her dying Aaliyah. breath. I know, Aaliyah. Her abs, I'll never forget you. Oh, she did have abs on her. She was so her. Holy shit. She yeah. was so gorgeous and mm-hmm. so talented. It was a tragedy. I yeah. was so affected. I remember being like so hurt by it. I said this on another podcast. I can't remember where I said it, but I was like so affected by it. I remember 9-11 happened like a week later and I remember going, at least oh Aaliyah, God, yes. at least Aaliyah didn't have to see 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> I was like searching. I was like, Aaliyah. Something. I need to find something positive from what happened to you. Yeah, I remember the way, like, I had a subscription to Vibe magazine in high school. And yeah, I was, you did. Hell yeah, I did. I'm not surprised at all. And <laughs> I was reading the, the Vibe magazine that came in the mail, and the way they broke the story, they just put the marriage license in the magazine. Oof. And there was just a caption that was like, here's R. Kelly and Aaliyah's marriage license, and they didn't comment on it at all. And even like as a high school kid, I was like, wait, 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 wait. She's like my age, isn't she? And he's old as fuck. Yeah, she was 15. And still, like, no one really cared. They just got divorced and people were like, <laughs> ah, whatever. It's, it's such a, it's like, you didn't, I wonder what it, because there's no social, there was no social media then. So it's like, right. You, even if you care, like, I cared. Like, I was like, mm. like, the P stuff, I think I was a little. I was just in my own shit at that point, but I don't know where, because the P stuff came out at, before Aaliyah died, or no? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I was in college, the I was first year of college during September 11th. Do the math. I graduated at 16 high school. <laughs> um, took a year off. But also, all of the tweeting and stuff, and all the stuff that's happening now, it's like, what is that? What is that? Is that helping? What are they, what is that? Is that caring? That's caring? Yeah, I tweeting mean. Tweeting is caring? Well, that's because people would have tweeted if there was Twitter. I think, don't you think? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think They're... it's not just that; it's also just like the amount, the amount of people that like already knew about it before that are now like just like I've always known, and it's just kind of like then why the fuck nothing until now? But all of us yeah. knew. All yeah. of us knew. Everyone, yeah. everyone knew. We're all guilty of that. We yeah. all knew. But it's like the people that worked with him and stuff. And it's like, you know, people compartmentalize. They do. They go. And people, this is Hollywood. This is the music industry. This is like people want money. So they're going to chase money. They're thinking about money and they're thinking about themselves. And we can all pretend like everyone has a heart because they tweet now. Some people do. Some people don't. Right. You don't. It's not. You're not like you don't have to care about other people it's like not it's like you hope people do but it's like in this fucking industry and what this is like people are like oh i can make money off of r kelly i'm gonna work with r kelly the same way the girls were like "Ooh, maybe i'll get like a job from r kelly like it's like yeah it's like people want to like you know that's how he was able to manipulate that mm. because people want that stuff and i feel like he will we'll talk about some examples later in the podcast but i feel like he's one of those last really big musicians who was kind of grandfathered in when it comes to shit like this, where people were like, ah, it's of its time. And he was like right on that border. Like just on the precipice of you yeah. should know about it. Yeah, where people were like, yeah, he pissed on a 14-year-old, but now all his girls are like 17 and 18, <laughs> so it's cool. 
But I feel so like also weird. at the time, the focus was more on that there was peeing in the video rather than he was fucking a 14. It was more yeah. about the bit of it yeah. than the yeah. child part. It just that that's what it was more skewed toward. And even like with like the Chappelle skit, it's all about like the piss. It's not like he fucked a 14 year old and that's fucking weird and wrong. Right. He pissed on someone and that's weird. Whoa, what a kinky weirdo. Yeah. TMZ yeah. has I have to look at so many fucking headlines for this podcast network. And one of the sites I'm on every day is TMZ. And they have a video up right now of Dave Chappelle. He was somewhere in West Hollywood. And someone just like stops him and is like, hey, so what are your thoughts on that R. Kelly skit you did back in the day now that all of this has come out? And he was like, oh, I have to listen to it again to know for sure. It's like, no, you why is that don't. You, what, Chappelle? Yeah. Why wouldn't he? Who? It was a long time ago he said a thing. Why would he need to? He doesn't remember that shit. But also. Everyone remembers here, listen, that listen, skit. Bill Burr, it listen, wasn't, it wasn't like a this, thing he did on stage. It's like one of the defining skits from his TV show. Everyone. He's a comedian. He can fucking do remembers it. Uh, I just feel like this. Bill Burr had a really good response to someone saying, like, don't you think it's messed up? Like, he did some joke about, like pedophilia and the catholic church or something and they go don't you think it's kind of like inappropriate for you to be joking about that and he goes don't you think it's a little inappropriate for the catholic church to be molesting kids it is kind of like what is Chappelle's? let's not let's not get distracted well, yeah, what is Chappelle's responsibility. He, what the fuck? Well, then he should everyone just say that. Everyone was laughing in that. He doesn't have to say anything. Why are we saying what everyone's supposed to say? Why are we all? Everyone is sitting at home deciding what everyone else is supposed to say. This is a new fucking world that's happening right now with Twitter, with Twitter and right. social media, and things are different now. And we're all like telling people what they should have done back in a different time. And it's like, we all watched Chappelle show and laughed and loved it. So maybe we need to be looking at ourselves. Why did we laugh at that? Why did we enjoy that skit? Rather than why is this guy not saying the right thing that we want? We're in, yeah, I feel we're all like, but I feel like, I feel like we can also do both. Like, I don't think anyone is immune from shit like that. Like, I think it's it's that same fucking argument. Yes, you can say whatever you want as a comic, but motherfuckers get to ask you questions about it. Yeah, and like, then he can answer however he wants to answer. I just don't. I'm understand. just saying it was a stupid fucking answer. Oh, I'm not even mad at you. I feel like I look seem like I'm mad at you. I'm not. I'm just like it's like this conversation. Just like as a comic, it's just it, this is like attacking literally what I do, and it's a weird thing because it's like. W- Comedy is like changing and everything. So when I came into it, it was like you're supposed to make like satire out of like the dark stuff and and joke about it, and that's like people laugh at it. And then now it's like being held accountable for things that you said a very long time ago that were being laughed at. So it's like a weird thing to ask someone now, you know. And I guess I understand like you know if I'm mad at my mom for something she did when I was a kid, and I'm like, mom, can you just like say you're sorry? Like I'm not mad at you, but I just want to know that you would not have done that again if you could redo it. Maybe that's what people are looking for people to say that if now knowing what you know if you go back would you do it differently i don't really know it just seems like a lot of like like finger pointing being mad at people that aren't the thing that happened that's not the thing that happened it kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier about like people projecting their own their own emotions and their own opinions on someone else's stuff it's like that's not how they feel right they're not gonna feel how you feel right you're upset that they don't feel how you feel and how you and to say someone should act a certain way is like that's maybe that's how you would act or whatever but you don't even know what maybe he was just like hungry or something and was like can you go away tmz like nobody owes tmz a fucking answer i mean tmz I get Those a lot people? of information from TMZ. <laughs> They're first on the scene. They but I always work. think about TMZ because TMZ was like was like writing about Louie like and they were like, He how dare he? And it's like TMZ taking a moral stance is so funny to me. But I remember yeah. why they're mad at Louie. They're mad at Louie. TMZ. It's never about this is Hollywood. So it's about money and clicks and stuff. I don't believe that TMZ is like 
we feel for the Parkland shooter kid. Like, they don't give a shit. They're TMZ. Is my guess. I don't fucking know. I don't know these people. But what I remember is when uh, Tracy Morgan got in that car accident with mm. the bus or with the truck and uh, his limo got hit and one of his friends died and then another friend in the in the accident was um, a friend of mine, Artie Fuqua. And Artie, when he... He was really badly hurt and he ended up being okay. But he, when he, they were pulling, there was video of them pulling him out of the wreckage. His neck was hanging down, his head was hanging, and he looked, it looked really, really bad. He mm. looked like lifeless. And they had TMZ was like reporting this footage. And his daughter was on Twitter and stuff like, please don't, please don't do this. That's my dad. Please take that down. They were ignoring him. So Louis got onto Twitter and was like, TMZ, you need to take this down now. Mm. Like you got, and he used like his platform or whatever to, to try to influence that. And so when I see TMZ reporting on Louis like that, I'm going, okay. Yeah. I don't know All if right. they would care that much, but probably not. they certainly Who don't knows? care about the fucking park. I don't think they're like those poor children. Yeah. <laughs> they're not like Louis set one too far. They don't care. <laughs> but let's get back to happier stuff. Let's talk about <laughs> pedophiles. Yes. <laughs> Because there have been so many throughout music history. Like, these are all really well-known, widely known stories. You can go look them up. They're in all your favorite rock and roll biographies. And I feel like as it relates to R. Kelly, this is just kind of a thing we've sort of accepted from musicians for decades. For sure. There's the ones everyone knows about. Chuck Berry. Yep. Does everyone know about Chuck Berry? Yep. He, of course, one of the few who actually got arrested for it back in the day. I don't know why that would be. I don't know what set, sets him apart. But uh, Gee, I wonder. <laughs> he was arrested for taking a teen across state lines so he could have sex with her. She was 14. He spent 20 months in federal prison. I like to take my minors to... Um... The four corners so I can have them in four different oh. states when I molest them. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's legal that way too. <laughs> Jerry Lee Lewis, he married his 13-year-old cousin. Her name was Myra Gale. Uh, she was his third cousin. I actually knew a couple in South Dakota who were third That's cousins so cute. who if got married. If you marry a cousin, her name is Myra. It just is. It should yeah. be, yeah. My cousin Myra. And My cousin wife Myra, who I- My relative. Myra. My, <laughs> My relative. It's a good- what is a third cousin? Is that like your okay. cousin's kids? Let's go through it, right? Because it's like, so you're, okay, so your cousin, first cousin would be your dad's or mom's siblings, right? So yeah. then third cousin would have to be Wait, dad, your, your dad's, dad's cousin's I'm kids? I'm going to look this up once, once Your dad's or mom's siblings would be your aunts or uncles. So would it be your aunts uh, and their kids. Yeah, their your aunts kids. and uncles' yeah, kids. kids, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah that's the so, first cousins. And then they have kids and those third. are yours. Second cousins, cousin. not their base. I or know no, your is. your parents' cousins would be your se- a child of one's parents' second cousin. A child. Okay, of so one's what's the second cousin? second cousin? So a third your cousin, cousin's kid, right? So a, co- a cousin is one of your parents' second cousins' kids. Oh, your parents' second cousin. Second kid. cousins' kids. So your parents' second cousin is their cousin's kid. Yeah. I bet so people their, their in aunt's the, kid. I bet people in the comments are going insane. So right a now. child. <laughs> no, nope, not really. A second cousin is great a child of one parent's second co- first cousin, and then you do that again. Okay, great cousin. grandparents were siblings. Yeah. Okay. 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 That's Come simple. on, okay. that's barely a cousin. <laughs> it's still gross. Whatever the case. Yeah, he married his third cousin. No time 
in federal prison for that. That was fine. He was... Oh, but she was 13. I was like, what's the problem? Oh, wait, she's 13. <laughs> yeah. She was... I wasn't looking at the age. Sorry. <laughs> I forgot we were talking about pedophiles. I got really into the incest. I got interested in the incest. I call it interest myself. Because... <laughs> it's interesting that he was like one of the only ones that was surprised that people were weirded out by that it. That is very weird. Because that just shows like his level of like psychosis or whatever was he religious i wonder he was super religious because you know how what's his name his argument was uh roy what's the recent one that got in trouble the the guy who um oh my god sasha did a thing to him um oh my god i know who you're talking about it was a (laughs) doug jones no it was uh it's uh roy 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 Moore. thank you roy moore did you see that Sasha? i worked on that show by the way that's how i've been but um did you see when he had the um the like pedophile ringer thing. He yes. Like, <laughs> and it kept uh-uh. going off. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha's a gangster. But anyway, so, um, but that, their whole argument, do you remember on Twitter and everything was like the like religious right wing was going like, well, Mary was 13 or whatever. Like in the Bible, yeah. they were all young. Where, in, where does it say that? I've yeah. never read the Bible, so, but that's what their argument was. Yeah. I don't know if it even really says that. It probably says something like she was born at three sons past the yeah, the or she just had a hella late period. Like how how do we how do we know that? Yeah, who's he, checking Mary's panties in the Bible? <laughs> yeah, that's that's a weak art. Like you can't the the Bible. There's so many crazy things in the Bible. You can't cite that as basis for modern law and behavior. Have I ever told you a weird biblical theory that I have? Yes. No, you have not. I mean, no. So <laughs> I meant, I meant, go on. <laughs> because I went to like a Christian school. I've been studying like I'm Jewish now, but <laughs> I've been studying like theology for like forever. And there's you, always this. By one the way, story. you cannot just throw that out. <laughs> I went to a Christian school and I'm Jewish now. And then you're yeah. just like, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> but go and ahead. It's like that happened. Uh, but yeah, there's a story about uh, when the Jews are spending 40 years in the desert that they find manna, which uh, is like just bread out of nowhere. And that's how they survived. And all this time passed and, and they were able to live on this manna for like a really long time. This weird flavorless desert bread. And my theory, because of the desert climate at the time and also like current weather patterns at the time, is that it was this kind of white flat mushroom that grows in the desert during uh, like certain amounts of uh, hu- humidity at night. Uh- uh-huh. That causes uh, very similar uh, reactions to like a very very strong mushroom trip. Oh, which is my theory is that the manna in the Bible was these like strong psych- like mushrooms <laughs> that have like some serious psychedelic that would be psychedelic yes, pop up in the good. area and climate, and that's why they thought all that time passed. I like that. They didn't have a stayed up a long time. They didn't have a nine one one to call exactly. to say time stopped. So there's like I guess it's been ten years. I like that theory. Right? That's good. Man is shrooms. Uh, they macro dosed. <laughs> yeah, because if it was as big as bread and they ate the whole thing. Yeah. How would you even get through half of it before you go, holy shit? I need some water. This yeah. is like yeah. very dry. Who has orange juice? Let's kick this it's up like a my notch. worst nightmare being in the desert with bread. But I don't, I don't. I feel like that argument doesn't work that well for shit like this. Like, I get that. Like Jerry Lee Lewis. I mean, no, I don't know. I don't think so. No, 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 no. I don't think it's okay to like, I don't think any of these behaviors are okay. I think it's disgusting. What fucking Elvis Presley. I didn't actually, I guess I just didn't realize Priscilla was 14. I know. How yep. gross is that? When he met her. Because he was from the sleepovers. Because that's when he would have uh, sleepovers with, did you know about that? He had sleepovers with what? Fans? With young 
girls that were fans. He would like have like pajama parties. It's so crazy. Like imagine you're Elvis and you're like, like you go somewhere and like girls like faint and you're like, I could have every single one. And you're like, let me go over to this middle school and pick a fresh. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. gross. Well, that's that. That's it's not what, like he was like not drowning in grown up pussy. That's what people say about R. Kelly. Like think of all the grown up ass R. Kelly could get. And they, they would say he would like walk in a room and find like the 14 year old who's standing all nervous They're in pedophiles. the corner and like immediately make a bit like they're he, sick. They're pedophiles. Yeah, because those are the he ones who dream to love you forever. Yeah. Well, I don't know how much of it is that because I wonder because yeah. it's like I don't. But I don't know. Like I've never been a pedophile. But I don't know how much of it is like a power thing and how much of it is like you have a there's something wrong with you and you are only attracted to like a young like yeah. there's something because if the, if it's true that he was molested and stuff, R. Kelly, it's like ew, like some sick molested like his fetish is something gross you know right or like i listen to a lot of murder podcasts like there's a guy who was like raping and murdering all, but he couldn't like come unless he was like there was some sort of like slicing open of the i mean it's like people are fucking Ugh. crazy mm-hmm. they're crazy so much work they're so disgusting well it's got to be a little bit of both it, it has to definitely be a power thing because at this age these girls just look up to these men like they're a god and they're right. not gonna call them out on their faults like an older woman might so it's i i I'm not defending it, but I see it like what this kind of like monster like mentality like appeal to to that sort of age yeah. would be. right. Isn't it so yeah. annoying that you have to say I'm not defending it? Yeah, of course yeah. we're yeah. not defending yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> no, Just we're all clear. we're all pro pedophile. Listen, this is actually an unpopular opinion. I think it's great. It's good <laughs> yeah. for the girls. They learn yeah. a lot young, you know. That's what this podcast network is all. It's about. no different than American Idol. It's just a shortcut <laughs> to music success. Donkey was in, in TMZ, right? Yeah, Donkey. that was shitty of them trying to shade. But good for him. He got a lot of like positive stuff out yeah. of that. Yeah, I love. Yeah, we got to get Brian. To, I don't I know if he'll even do a podcast anymore. But he will. He'll do it. He's funny. I got to get him back on. So yeah, what one of the things they say about Elvis? I don't have it in the notes. Is that he at one point was kind of that way where he was just attracted to young, mm-hmm. like, virginal girls. Mm-hmm. And he was, he married Priscilla nine years later because his manager, like, pressured him into it. Oh, wow. He Be- was done with her. He's like, she turned 15 yeah. eight years ago. That's disgusting. Ew. <laughs> yeah, I think it was kind of that. And there's all these stories of him, like, a mom would bring her daughter backstage and he would just take the daughter off to a side room and, like, Really you gotta watch creepy your shit. Kids. You got to watch your kids. That's like the. La- I mean, that's what I know now, because I had all this shit happen to me in high school, and it's like my parents like dropped me off. Like they're like, were you not thinking that something horrible was happening to me? It's like you got to watch your kids. People aren't going to watch your kids for you. And maybe these people, who knows? Maybe these parents are fucking that hungry that they're like, maybe my kid will just give a little hand job, and then we'll be rich or whatever. Who knows? Like I don't know these people. That's so crazy. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be some element. But it's like who are these, the, the, the like the Kevin Spacey thing when uh, uh, what's his name? Rap Anthony Rap. Right. Thing, he was like so young. It's like who's like these parents are sending their like children to these like Hollywood parties. That's so gross. You're like picking yeah, that your kid is... out, dude. But that's also got to be who they target. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I went to a bad kid school, so that's obviously why <laughs> they got us because they were like, you guys aren't credible. <laughs> I'm like they weren't supposed to send me to the school. I will fucking take all of you to court. <laughs> How about David Bowie? See, wah, this wah. one I didn't know about. <clears throat> I didn't know either until very recently. Yeah, just opening this document when you sent it to me. David Bowie allegedly just had like his thing was actually taking girls' virginity. 
Mm. The rumor is, but one of the those girls probably like a lot of them were probably like, "This is so cool." We're gonna, have, and then they're like, Ooh. "I mean, you could do worse." If we're gonna do the unpopular <laughs> opinion moment, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> uh, the the girl in uh, one of the girls in question, like the really famous example, her name's Lori Maddox. She ran with another famous underage groupie named Sable Star. There were famous underage groupies. That's some go ass gala shit. Yeah. Uh, did you ever read that? No. It's, it's but it sounds like that. Very much like from the perspective of someone named St- Sable Star. Oh yeah. It's like a it's like one of the first found footage type things, but it's a book. Oh. It's supposed to be like we found a girl's diary, but then it turns out she wasn't real. Oh. Yeah. I hate when that happens. Did yeah. she fuck David Bowie? No, but she fucked like those dude types, and she opened a store in San Francisco. Her name was Anne Frank. She wrote this diary, <laughs> <laughs> and it she turns out LSD the Holocaust never happens. So it was made up. <laughs> Uh, I know the Holocaust happened. I love the Jews. Do you? I'm 20% Jew, and I wish I was Do you? I've only had Jew FOMO my whole life. <laughs> I'm a big fan. Lori Maddox met David Bowie when she was 15. I like her description of him. Hair the color of carrots, <laughs> no eyebrows, and the whitest skin imaginable. So naturally, five months sounds later- sounds gorgeous. The yeah. whitest skin possible. I'm <laughs> naturally, five months later, he took her virginity. The hair, his hair color of carrots is so young. It's like you can't have sex with someone who's like, you, you're not ready for sex if you're equating colors to carrots. <laughs> yeah. She's doing like the C is for carrot. <laughs> D is for dog. D is for dick. <laughs> David Bowie's dick. And what's even crazier about this is after she was with David Bowie, not long after that, she just randomly got a phone call from Jimmy Page of Led Zeppelin fame. You didn't page her? <laughs> right? Jimmy phone paged her. You guys, I'm good. <laughs> uh, he invited her to his hotel room, sent a limo to pick her up. This is a quote from her. I felt like I was being kidnapped. I got taken into a room and there was Jimmy Page. And that sounds scandalous, but then she adds, it was perfect. He mesmerized so me. I fell in love instantly. Hilarious. My theory, also mushrooms in this one. <laughs> Could have been. been. And my there was manna is, all over the room. Whenever Jimmy Page has been involved in my life, there's been mushrooms. So. <laughs> yeah. She also fucked Mick Jagger in a bathroom. Yeah. So here's the thing, though, okay, about these. Because, you know, sometimes people argue, well, what if the girl, like, want? It's just, we made the age of consent 18 because people are young and they make weird decisions and it's a hard thing to to decipher. I lost my virginity young, but that didn't mean I was, like, more understanding of sexual things. Yeah, it right, just means right. I lost my virginity young. And I lost my virginity to someone age appropriate. You know, so... Another doofus that also right. has no idea However, what when I was older, I didn't end up sleeping with these guys, but I did used to lie about my age. I would mm-hmm. say I was 16 when I was 14 or whatever and hang out with like 19-year-old guys. But mm-hmm. never end up sleeping with them. So if that happens... And I've lied to the guy and he has no reason to believe that I am anything but the age that I said. That's on me, right? But with these, it's like they're under they're under This age. girl was still enrolled Even in school. Even if she's throwing yeah. herself at you, it doesn't matter. It's up to you to be the grown up. Yeah. Right. And you to have the boundary because l- the law is there for that. Yeah. So that- all of those arguments, I'm like, it doesn't matter. And I like when you're 19, things get different for me. When you're yeah. 18 and under, I mean, that is, that's what they say. And in some, of these, mm-hmm. in some of these cases, you have to wonder, well, like, how long did that carry on? Like, was he 40 and still fucking 15-year-olds? Yeah. Because probably. Yeah. Like, what, like, if we've learned anything from R. Kelly, like, almost going to prison didn't even 
Like, he picked up a 14-year-old at his trial. Yeah. So, like, someone mentioned, I don't even remember where. He physically when picked I her up. We were up. like, it's weird. Can you put her yeah. back down? <laughs> Carried her over his head. It was so awkward. No, uh, but it is, yeah, it's like, it's just, even if the desire's there, it's like, you're not, you're just not old enough to maneuver that. So, it is on the dude. And it is a weird thing because there's a different, you know, if it's three days before the 17th birthday or four days, days after, but it's like, yeah. hey, wait. <laughs> Wait, but it's also like, why an eighteen-year-old? They don't know anything. It's, yeah, it's for the. You just hope that's, that's gotta not be. Yeah, that's gotta be fucking... part of it. Yeah, and I feel like there's probably like it came up uh, when they were in when I was researching Elvis, I think, and they said part of it was he just like felt like if he was with someone who knew what they were doing, it would seem like he didn't know what he was doing, and that would make him look bad, and he doesn't want that. So he like liked a girl who had no idea what she was doing when they had sex. He liked the innocence, which is so fucking yeah. Nice. But not that's but the no, creepiest but, yeah. part. But the but the thing is that he's saying is different than just innocence. Yeah, it's like he was insecure, so he wanted to. Because I used to only hook up with guys who were like younger than me, not that much younger. I mean, I never, never <laughs> illegally, but yeah. like you know, three years younger or something, right? You know, and guys that maybe like weren't as like far ahead in their careers or whatever. And it was a thing for me because I didn't want to feel. Like, I was being, having someone have power over me. Yeah. But, you know, so, you know, that's just one variation of a really disgusting thing that could happen, you know? Yeah. So, but I understand that. But that was my own thing. It wasn't like, it had nothing to do with the person. It had to do with, like, my weird insecurities mm-hmm. of not wanting to feel like someone had something that they were going to, and obviously probably because of the stuff that happened with my teacher, I didn't like guys that had power over me. But you think about it, it's like, shit just happens to people and it changes their whole right. self-esteem and the way that they can, like. Yeah. So what I'm saying is it's great Elvis bang those little girls. Isn't it? No. It's not. I'm scared uh, I'm going to get a sound clip of me saying something weird. Let's talk about Steven Tyler. This is a crazy this one I fucking about. story. This one is fucking bonkers. Basically, Steven Tyler got a 16-year-old girl pregnant and forced her to have an abortion, which is short for abortion. Yeah. Saves me time when and I talk. And he was 25. He was 25 at the time. The woman in question, her name was Julie Holcomb. In 1973, she met Steven Tyler backstage at a concert. She was 16. He would have been 25 by that point. They almost immediately start dating and sleeping together. Creepy detail number one. At one point, he convinces her mom to sign over guardianship of her to him so he can take her across lines Wild. across state lines Wild. and still have sex with her on tour and it's not like like people would hear that and go oh what a shitty mom i don't think the mom actually believed they were sleeping together yeah and he Yo. told her that he needed this so she could enroll in school in boston Yo, fuck that mom. Fuck Steven Tyler. <laughs> fuck that. This is people yeah. giving a fucking kid grown-up responsibility. This is someone going, well, my daughter wants it. My mom pulled this shit with me. You yeah. seem so much older. I don't give a fuck. I'm yeah. yours, bitch. Yeah. You let me go. You let me do these things. That's crazy. You said you wanted to. Yeah, I'm going to tell you now, I didn't want to. Yeah. It wasn't what I wanted. I didn't want any of these things to happen. Right. That's crazy. It's up to you to tell your kids what's appropriate or not from the from the age of birth till 18. Then, go fucking hang out with Steven Speaking Steven as a child Tyler. bride, <laughs> <'Cause>, yeah, <laughs> like I like now 
I I didn't really like want to hear I told you so from anyone, but now like at 26, I'm just like, why did you let me walk down the aisle as an 18 year old? I was 18, freshly, yeah, freshly, recently turned. Like as soon as it was legal, but they weren't gonna let you when you were before it was legal. Oh, like I, my dad put a little bit more thought into it than I feel like. It was more than anything just like him being like, and now I, I hand her off to another man to right. take care of her. My mom was definitely just like, this is weird, but... Yeah. What's your cultural background? Uh, Latino. Latino. Yeah. Okay. And uh, like... Was he, was he also Latino? No. He was like an older white guy. And How so, much older? About three years. Uh, okay. But like when you're 18, it's enough. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it's just like, he can drink now. And yeah. uh, he's lived in a garage for how many years? And you were dating him for how long when you were before you were 18? couple months because he was like my on and off again like this isn't healthy kind of thing right, the whole time right, and then like freshly 18 uh got married so then i can like go to texas and do whatever but like the thing is i this is how young i was i was in flip-flops walking down the aisle because i sure. didn't know how to walk in heels yet <laughs> wow <laughs> like like that's crazy still wearing a retainer at night flip-flops down the aisle still don't know how to walk in heels i'm just like, like this sounds like if i got married now i'm like right? that would still be me <laughs> like i was, I was very like, oh my much God. a child uh still like i when i look at things that i wrote at the time i was like i was a little fucking kid i was yeah i'm only now starting to feel like an adult i was a little ass fucking kid when i got married and everybody was like oh you just seem so mature you just seem so ready for it and i'm like i wasn't it's because you left me to my own devices yeah, yeah, at that point so you I have to make yourself ready. Compensated basically. for up. Yeah, and everybody's like, "She seems." Can I say something? Together. Though I want to yeah. say this. It's so cool you got out of it. Mm-hmm. It's so cool you had that experience to be able to be someone who very young mm. had an adult thing happen. Right? Yeah, you were able to get through it. Yep. Get your life together. Now you're a Jew. This yep. is awesome, dude. You did <laughs> oh, good. Great. You did good for I yourself. I leveled the fuck up. <laughs> you did good for yourself. She's I'm proud of you. Kid. I took care of all the weird stuff early. You yeah. got, But you got through it. Yeah. You did and good. It, it was, thank you. <laughs> you did good. But yeah, like. That was oh, me. Yeah, girl. I, did, I did that air horn. Proud yeah. of you. Not Vanessa. Give myself a yeah. Because <laughs> it's like you just sometimes find yourself in these things, right? Where you're yeah. like, fuck, this is my life now. And you yeah. gotta just get the fuck out. Because yeah. some people don't. Some people would still be married. Yeah. Some people would be like afraid, especially if they came from a religious background or whatever, they would be like afraid to. <laughs> Can't do yeah. this because then God hates me. I mean, is my... that crazy? Then their whole life is just a nightmare. Yeah, that's why I'm Jewish. Because before it was like, God will hate me if I do this. And now that I'm Jewish, I'm like, he don't care. <laughs> I like that you still found, a, but you weren't like, I'm going to abandon religion altogether. I just do hallucinogens and I'm like, God's a woman. (laughs) God's a fucking woman. I'm not saying it's necessary. So so at this point in the Steven Tyler story, he's already fucking a girl that he has guardianship of because she's underage. And it gets worse. She she had to call him dad. Uh, Not even daddy, like dad. Probably. Uh, You're my dad. (laughs) After a year of living together, he decides they should have a baby. He doesn't accidentally get her pregnant. So he was 15. He's like, she was 15. That was my Steven Tyler. Like 16? Yeah, she would have been, she oh, was 17, maybe 17 by this point. He throws her birth control off a hotel balcony and she gets pregnant shortly thereafter. He takes her to meet his parents and his grandmother and his dad don't approve of this marriage. And at that point, he's like, all right, I think I changed my mind. We don't really like they stay together, but he like at that point he gets like 
really weird and distant. But his mom was like a champion of it. So you kind of yeah. have to wonder, like, did mom do something to Or was him? mom like, at this point, motherfucker, you just took her from her mom and shit. You now you're going to well dump her. Yeah. 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 Make an honorable woman out of her or something or honorable young woman. I don't fucking know. God. And so while she's living at the apartment they share, Steven Tyler goes on tour and there's a house fire. Yep. And she is completely unable to escape this house fire. And she was saved, I kid you not. By her own baby, unborn baby. Oh, so much by worse. tips she learned in a fire safety video hosted by Bill Cosby. <laughs> Who expected him to be the hero in this story of sexual Good assault? Him. Good for him. Bill Cosby comes through so many, in the end. So many lives. She hid in a fireplace. That was one of the tips she remembered from you this video. You know what's so video. crazy is that now this podcast is going to save someone. Right. The the legacy of Bill Cosby. And Bill Cosby will, will still die. get the credit. Yeah. You hide yeah. in a fireplace? Yeah. She we're said good. because the, the flames were like, she said the whole time there was fire like shooting up past her and going up into the chimney. What? I guess if you're not a log then. Yeah. Yeah. Did she get burned though? She had smoke inhalation and that's where the next creepy part of the story is. He had a pack of matches. <laughs> <laughs> He shows up at the hospital and is like, well, you have smoke damage to your lungs, and that's probably not good for the baby, so you should have an abortion. This guy's good. And she's like, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to have an abortion. And eventually, like, her mom shows up and talks her into it. So she's like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have an abortion. And that was the end of her relationship with Steven Tyler. Yep. And that all happened by the time she was 17. Wow. And now she's writing. You'd be pro life too if this happened to you. Yeah, exactly. And now she's writing on pro life blogs. But wouldn't you maybe be like, no more babies? I don't want them to go through this. Maybe she can't. No one else should ever have a kid. Yeah, it's yeah, it's an interesting article. I'll put a link to it up. She goes into thing to be alive. It's a dangerous a lot more dangerous out there. Goes into a lot more detail. This one makes me sad. Yeah, because oh, Marvin Gaye, like. Marvin Gaye seems like such a good dude, but he like his reputation reminds me of Walter Payton, which I don't know if that reference will resonate in this room. But he was uh, the NFL's Man of the Year award oh. is named after Walter Payton. He was a Chicago Bears running back, trash person to his wife, just fucked around constantly, like just an awful fucking human being to his wife. But other than that, NFL Man of the Year. Like, he is revered. They call him sweetness. Like, he is just revered as being this sweet, gentle man, but also just a terrible fucking person to the women in his life. And that was kind of Marvin Gaye, too. Like That's hard, too, with these people when people are like, well, they were always so nice to me. <laughs> like, right. Like, when they kept all their shit so secret, and you're like, ooh. In 1966, Marvin Gaye had an affair with his wife's 15-year-old niece, Denise Gordy, which means also uh, some relation to the owner of his record label, which would have been Barry Gordy. Oh, yeah. I'm assuming that is a bold move. You fuck your boss's relative who is also related to your wife. After this is like some telenovela storyline right It here. really is. Like, this sounds like a fake story. Yeah. Uh, after getting the girl pregnant, he made his wife pretend the child was her own, which... Imagine sitting the wife down for that conversation. Well, she, technically, she was related to the kid, so. Yeah. It might have looked like her a little. Probably. <laughs> Keep it in the family, I say. 
Uh, Keep your pedophilia. His next marriage to a woman named Janice Hunter, he repeatedly beat her and forced her to perform sexual favors for his friends. Was she underage too or no? I don't believe so. I don't. We're just sneaking in some not pedophile stuff. Well, the the 15 year old niece that he got pregnant. I'm just yeah. I just threw on a fucking tag at the end that wasn't necessarily (laughs) pedophilia related. This is very unpopular. (laughs) Still an interesting. tidbit of information just in, in case you were wondering if this guy was a piece of shit <laughs> right yeah in case the Sealing 15 the year old niece story didn't sell wow. you so now i feel a little less worse about robin thick stealing his song i guess <laughs> but isn't robin thick kind of trash too did we find that out oh i don't, I don't know. know sure listen i think when you know when you get a lot of times when you're in these positions where you're like getting people are like throwing themselves at you and stuff, I think some teens slip in. I think some teens slip in in these situations. I don't think it's good. I yeah. Just, I'm like, Ugh. I mean, obviously not in this I'm situation. It's like he knew this teen prevalent. Oh yeah, for sure. I think the Robin thick. I could be wrong, but I think the Robin thick thing wasn't a teen thing. It was a cheating thing. Yeah, I think it was more that he I was think cheating it was just on a, his wife. I think it was just his hand on a butt. Uh, when, oh yeah, when, that like, was an unfortunate picture. One. Yeah, I remember that picture <laughs> where it was very much just kind of like, "Oh, buddy, you didn't know there's a mirror there." Uh, yeah, that doesn't accidentally happen. Yeah, and I think he had like a very pregnant wife or something at the time. He where sure it was did. Just, Wait, do just you guys remember when fucking um, Billy Crudup left? He he knocked up. He had been with for years with the girl who was the woman who was in Weeds, the main oh, character, yeah. and she was oh, eight yeah. months pregnant, and he left her after years. To be with Claire Danes. Claire Danes. <laughs> Angela. Danes. Angela from My So-Called Life. Isn't that crazy? That is. Fucking bonkers. Yeah. People do crazy shit, and then I'm like, what's the backstory to that? There's got to be more, but I'm like, it's still so crazy. Yeah. But I remember hearing some sort of thing with Claire Danes more recently where she was like, I can't believe I did that. She's like, that's so crazy. That- like, I was so young and in love. Like, I just didn't even, like... That happened with an NFL player named Tiki Barber. His wife was like, I think maybe even nine months pregnant, and he left her for like an intern he met at NBC or some shit. Are they still together? I have no idea. I I always, I'm like, I always hope it was like some sort of like better be the end game, like (laughs) fucking unbelievable thing, you know? Because the truth is, even if you're with if if you're with someone and you're not happy and it's not like a healthy situation, it's not always the right thing to do to stay with them. Like you know? the Mary Kay Letourneau thing. They were together for such a long time. Yeah. Are they not, uh, no longer together? I think they just no, finally they broke, broke up. up. They broke no, they got back together. Very re- they, got back together? together? they only got back together for some... Uh, because They're doing a reality show. Because the, the only reason they got... Driving, yeah. I looked into it. The only reason they got a divorce is because of Mary, Letourneau, Mary Kay's uh, like arrest records that they couldn't oh. open a dispensary. <laughs> Oh, that's so good yes. to hear. So they got a divorce. I'm so glad that's the reason. So that they can open a dispensary. At, it's just such a hard thing because it's like, you know, and then Woody Allen, obviously, with his, his daughter and everything. And it's like, but they're still together. They're still together. Yeah. They're still together. Well, she was 18. I mean, Tom Cruise is still a Scientologist, too, because they got him super young. Like, <laughs> yeah. once you can get it into their no, heads No, for sure. And then you're like, because this kid was like 13 or something. When she, yeah, he was thirteen. And what do you he guys think about the small the Asia Argenta, Asia Argenta thing where she hooked up with the she like raped the seventeen year old? Oh boy. yeah, and uh, it was um, 
that model rain dove was the one that sent the because asia like told rain dove is like a <laughs> as like a we're buddies i can like tell you this and the rain truth, dove yeah. was like fucking of no of yeah. course yeah. especially if you're running around with the me too shit well yeah because yeah. rain dove that was I think, a bad look was dating Wait, who is rain dove rain dove is uh is they're that, that like non-binary model with the really huge boobs uh oh. and like the short they're really funny okay, okay uh and they were dating charmed uh yeah what's her name rose mcgowan yeah they were dating rose mcgowan at the time and asia argento who's like friends with the three of them like told rain dove like oh yeah you know this thing ha 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 and rain dove was like i am I'm absolutely uh, no. I'm not not saving these emails and screenshots, and I'm absolutely well because this. she was denying because I think the yeah. kid came out or, or I, did, it came up from rain or was it? It was I think around. I don't know if it was before or after, but it was like literally right around the same time when the kid came out that Rain Dove was like, "No, I have proof." That right, she because said she, did she this. said because she said sent Rain a thing saying. Yeah. Like the truth, where she was denying it, she was like, "I didn't do this. This is ridiculous. This kid's lying." And then sent Rain a thing like, "Yeah, I fucked the kid. He was into it. He loved it. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Whatever. I had relationships with the people when I was young too. It's like, yeah, you also had a relationship with Harvey Weinstein that you're pretending you didn't have too. It's right. weird, dude. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. What? There's so much shady shit going on in all of these movements. I'm like, what is happening? I'm like, why do I look like a conspiracy theorist? <laughs> like, this is nuts. It's a good time to be a conspiracy theorist. Well, there's some of them are. It just sucks because sometimes that you're like, don't. Like, you're wearing a Roswell shirt. It's like, come on now. Well, yeah, because aliens are real. I wish. I hope. Oh, I hope so, too. All the time. But um, but with that one, what's interesting is like, you know, because I'll talk to guys or I'm like, whatever. He was 17. I'm sure he loved it or whatever. And it's like, it, you can't be. It's like, he still was underage. And yeah. she had been his... Mentor for a long Mentor. time. Mentor. She right. so he, she really was in a position of power where she she gave him work. It's not like you've seen this. I kid think she met stuff. him when he was like fifteen. No, and, dude, or younger. Seven. <gasps> she played her son uh, and stuff. He played shit. her son and stuff. It was even younger than I thought. So it was. I was molested, so I like try to like I can't detach myself from being a molested person. Mm -hmm. So I'm like looking at it like. Dude, I don't care if he's a guy or, or a girl because he's a child. If yeah. you set he up, establish you up. that you're like, first of all, you're. She directed him in the movie. Yeah. She she cast him in it. So she cast him. She brought him in. Mm -hmm. Like she did all this stuff. So she has that power of him, and she played his mom. Yeah. Oh God. And so he's 17, and even if he wants it, it's like yeah, it's 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 on a foundation of disgusting, weird right. power. Yeah. Shit. And then so people were saying because Anthony Bourdain, I guess. Um, knew about it and was helping her pay off the kid. Mm -hmm. And um, and they're like, well, he just wanted a paycheck or whatever. I'm like, maybe he did. That could have been it. Like, I don't know if he was traumatized. I'm like, I don't know how we define trauma and how we're really going to know and quantify it in people because what I see is, and what I, I think I read that he said this, but what I would do if I were him, if I saw her running around with the Me Too stuff going like, don't become, don't now get this, all of this positive that you're this person that's against sexual assault when you did this with right. me. Like, don't now yeah. be this big of a hypocrite. Like, I'm not going to let you parade around and be like, you know, knighted because you're saying you're like this, you know, you're taking down this evil, powerful man when you were doing the same thing to me. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 That was that was such a weird story. Like, for that to, to take happen, that like kind that. of yeah. turn... Because you need to see we, – we're not talking about the whole truth with all these things. We're, we're just saying right. one side because we're all afraid to say something because you get accused of being like victim shaming and stuff where it's like when in my entire life would I ever fucking shame a victim or something? But it's like when you're just like, you know, there's these problems in Hollywood. There's these problems in, in, in music. We knew. We all knew. Everyone knows about it. The casting couch is a thing people talk about. And then it's like 
the stuff comes out and it's like just like this this is a horrible thing oh my god and you're like there's other people that went into this wanting that there's people that wanted yeah. to sleep with someone to get something that chose to do that which i'm not saying whether that's right or wrong i'm just saying that that's the truth right yeah and i mean maybe there... that was never established to begin with sure but it's like we're not telling the whole truth like this girl raped a kid yeah that's rape yeah yeah and so is what Don Henley did. Sorry, probably. I got off. No, it's fine. No, I mean, it was still basically on like, no, it was great. Um, Don Henley. We, we have two more to get through and then we'll get the fuck out of here. I had never heard of this. Don Henley of the Eagles. Can you believe someone in the Eagles is a piece <laughs> of shit? In 1980, paramedics were called to his home. When they arrived, they found two girls, one 15 and the other 16. Do you think those were the two that wanted to stone him? <laughs> <laughs> that want to stone me one so she's a friend you guys come on um actually that was glenn fry singing vocals on that song who knows who wrote it maybe wikipedia uh 15 year old was arrested for being under the influence of drugs the 16 year old who was nude when the paramedics arrive was arrested for prostitution don henley paid a 2500 hundred dollar fine and got probation oh but you know back then that was a lot of money yeah yeah (laughs) that's like a hundred thousand and 2019 Oof. money. <laughs> this what this reminds me of is that Ed Buck guy who we talked about on uh, an episode of the Daily Podcast recently. Everyone's heard of Ed Buck? No. He's this Democratic donor who lives here in oh, LA. Oh, the guy. Yes, 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 yes. The guy. They him. found yeah, the two kids, the two two uh, dudes, young dudes dead in his apartment in the past. Two young black guys. Two oh, years. yeah. And of oh. overdoses. Who? And someone was saying they were like practically homeless. And I, I haven't read all the yeah. articles, so I hate talking about things when I haven't read all the stuff. Well, but. I know it's kind. It kind of reminds me of the Dahmer case, where it was just like police officers did like the victims, so they didn't pay attention to the cries for help. Right. Because the last guy that died was like telling people. Yes. Like he was telling people like. I, of this case? Of or, this case, where wow. he was like, get me out of here. Oh where it was God. like, like, get me out of here. Like, I am in some shit. Like, I, I, like, someone do something. And it reminds me of, like, the Jeffrey Dahmer case, where it was like an underage, uh, yeah. boy, like, I think he was from the Philippines. Yeah. Uh, where the cops were just like, uh, it's a little gay kid shouting, so we're not really going to do anything about it. And, like, it kind of mirrors it where it, right. because it wasn't like a victim that the cops felt sympathy for. They're just like, go home. Can I and just say something yeah. too, that that's true, but also nobody wants to deal with the victim as someone yeah. who like did like stand up against stuff. Nobody wanted it. People yeah. were mad at me. They were like, shut the fuck up. You're ruining this for all of us. Why are you mm-hmm. causing this problem? Yeah. Nobody wants to do it. People are like, yeah. this is gross. This is confronting. This is like a lot of work. Like it's like, it's easier to just be like, there's not enough evidence or whatever. Or like, we yeah. just won't go by the house or whatever. It's it's fucked up. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a systematic fucking problem where people don't want to have to do extra work or whatever. Who knows? Mm-hmm. That comes up in the R. Kelly documentary also, though. Yeah. Uh, Chance the Rapper brings it up at one point that at least part of why R. Kelly was able to carry on so publicly as he was is that his victims were young black women. And in this country, like when it comes to crimes, we're going to really go after. They're kind of down there on the totem yeah. pole in terms of. I watched Dateline. Uh, they have like a black woman every once in a while, and it's like because she was like worked for the FBI or something. Do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just like. Well, there was that serial killer right here in L.A. He was operating in South Central L.A. I forget his name. The Strangler. Uh, uh, they called him the Grim Sleeper. That's the oh, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a toll worker or like a like one of those guys that were in like was, a parking lot. Or yeah, shit. 
And like they they found hundreds of pictures of women that he had taken pictures of. If you go to the LAPD's website, there's still a page with unidentified women that they don't know. Maybe he killed them. Maybe they just like relocated and haven't seen this website. But he killed, I think, at least a dozen women. And the police didn't even bother telling that community that there was a serial killer there until like 2003. Yeah. And he was active since the 80s. Yep. And oh, we don't want people to get hysterical. <laughs> yeah. Then we're going to have to deal with everyone calling. <laughs> yeah. Or you'll have to investigate the murders of black, in this case, black prostitutes. Yeah, that was his. So that's right. Like, they target. really don't give a fuck yeah. about prostitutes. So let's talk about this last story because I think it's one of the craziest. Oh, my God. Ted Nugent's bitch ass. Yep. For one thing. He's cool. Yeah. yeah. I like his stance lo- on guns. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't love Ted Nugent? At the age of 32, he released a song called Jailbait. That is, it's it's about raping a 13-year-old girl. This is one of the lyrics. Well, I don't care if you're just 13. You look too good to be true. I just know that you're probably clean. There's one little thing I got to do to you. I felt gross saying that. I was horny, but it's my own thing. I was <laughs> I'm so sorry. He ends the song getting arrested, but not before he suggests to the cop that they should put the handcuffs on the girl so they can share her. And then the next song I'm on the so album. I'm so confused. In the song that happens, yeah. he gets fake arrested in the song? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and the next song is called I'm a Predator. Oh this is his fantasy. He, he gets yeah. off on this. So. And... He oh. wrote hiding in plain sight. This is this is Louis doing jerk off jokes. Right, this is exactly. Fucking, um, way worse than that. This is uh, in Jimmy Savile. You know about Jimmy Savile, the British guy. Oh yeah, who was yeah. just he was fucking he was raping disabled people, children. They knighted this motherfucker. Yep. He was a uh, he did, had a uh, top forties like he was a top forties DJ. He was a super rich guy, hideous looking. He looked he was wearing tracksuits. I mean, he literally could have had like toys in his pocket i mean he was so obviously a pedophile right yeah so disgusting but everyone knew uh that was around him and just kept it a secret till he died but he was fucking corpses he really did <laughs> he really got in there he's still, still that's the only it. one i'm like all right the corpses they're gone <laughs> he wrote that song two years after becoming the legal guardian of a 17 year old girl so they could have sex without her parents getting in trouble over it Meaning her parents That's were like, nice of him. Yeah, yeah, it's fine if you fuck my kid, but you at least got her be her guardian. Yeah. So we don't go to jail. Oof. Like, yeah. a, like just the, how would you just, re- how would you reconcile that in your head? Like this is, I have legal guardianship over this person now. Let's fuck. Yeah. Like. I own this now. I can. And in, and then in California, the legal age is 17, right? Like there are consent ages that are 17. I know. In some oh, no, I think California is eight. Oh, it's 18. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it really varies. We looked into sometimes you can I mean sometimes yeah, with it's the not, parent yeah. consent. We looked just... into the Drake thing. Did you see the video of Drake like feeling up that seventeen year old girl on stage? Who says I'm seventeen. And then he goes back and like kisses her again and feels her up a little more. We looked it up on one of the podcasts where that concert was happening. The law there is if you're 17, the guy you're with can't be more than four years older than you. Oh, that's kind of interesting. And Drake fell within that four years. so he That would... does kind of like make a little bit of sense because the when there's the argument from the people that are like, well, the guy was only a little bit older. You know what I mean? When you're like, right. well, they started dating when they were both under 18 and yeah. stuff like that. 
that a little bit. I mean, I still don't. I'm just like, just say fucking make it blanket 18 and let's just. Yeah. Wait, he was 21 when this happened? But no, if this no. was the girl where he grew up. It, it was like 10 years ago. Here's what I. Because at a concert, he was she on said, I'm 17, or do you think she, he thought she no, said. No, the video no, she just said came I'm out. 17. But the, the concert was a while back. Has but do you think that he that thought long? that she said, I want to see your peen? <laughs> 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 when you mouth it, it's like elephant juice. Looks like I love you. He made like a joke about like somebody not calling the cops and then like went back for a titty. Uh, right. And like, this is so. Okay, so if it was around that time and Take Care was out, so like, it's about 24. Yeah. You're good at Drake yeah. math. Because <laughs> right? I just thought about when uh, that one song that came out on Take Care came out forever because I worked at a movie theater and yeah. it just played on loop all the time. So maybe he will go to jail. Or maybe our math was off. Dude, I Wait, I is know. she upset that he did that? Or is it no, like it's just like, can't, like, like the video. Oh, just other came oh they haven't like, like heard from the girl yet. I think yeah. like she they, she hasn't come forward as to like who she is. Uh, it's so much. Yeah. It's so much to come forward with. Yeah. Like, this. like, mm-hmm. like I really, I mean, I always said this in the beginning, but like those are Kelly girls right now. Like I, I pray they're not on social media. I pray they're in therapy. I pray they're like really just like, with they their just family, have like a good support system and, stuff and are not even, cause even the positive st- stuff, it's too much. It's too much. And then people want to tell you their rape stories. It's too much. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like it's that <laughs> it's, when something bad happens to you and someone knows it and they give you that, hey, you're like, this is the last thing I want right now. I don't treat me like some broken thing. and just People will be like, I listened to your Marin and I'm like, they're like, I was on the treadmill. Like, did you enjoy my rape? (laughs) (laughs) Just running on the treadmill, listen to my sweet, sweet rape. (laughs) But listen to it if you want. Oh man, I just hope it didn't, you know, come up ambiently while you're sleeping because that has happened before where I just had podcasts on shuffle and I just wake up to one of my friends being like, oh my God, your life. It's so, it's so painful. That's similar to what happens to me when I start listening to my set so I can go over it and try to get my jokes better and then I fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah. So let's finish up by, I don't know if this is going to work. I don't know why my computer is making this noise. But this is Courtney Love on the Howard Stern Show. And her what she claims is that she gave Ted Nugent oral sex at the age of 12 backstage at a show. And... I don't discount that it could have happened. If you look into Courtney Love's past and as a child, she went through some shit. And all Ted Nugent has ever said is that he doesn't recall. He not once has been like, I wouldn't get a blowjob from a 12-year-old. He was just like, I don't remember, man. Maybe. And this is her talking about it. Hopefully it'll play. Yeah, who knows? I can't get this video to play. But... Uh, we'll put a link up to it. There's a, it's an interview on the Howard Stern show. And well, that's interesting. That was like honest of him to be like, I don't remember. And Courtney love the way she talks about it. She's not like her normal Courtney love self where she's like, Oh, I'm not, I'm so crazy. And she's like, yeah, it was gross. I was 12. Like I, I was very young and it was gross. Like she was really hesitant. If you, and if they like young girls already, it's like, how are they going to know the difference if you're a little mature, like between like 12 and 14? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. yeah. And they just okay. got away with it for so long. Everyone oh, yeah. just gets away with it. It's money and power is what it is. People, mm-hmm. when you have money and power, people around you don't want to fuck with that because they want their piece yeah they're all trying to get a thing what can i use out of you to get up later if i know this secret as well yeah Yeah. what's broken adam everything yay sounds better yeah i don't know what um i didn't say cunt at all that's oh that's the wrong one there you go (laughs) but it's not your fault because i didn't give you a chance to really push the cunting yeah she's good yeah there weren't a lot of i mean you could have called any of the dudes cunts yeah that's true but what fun is that? 
That's yeah. not pushing the envelope. So I haven't done. I haven't had to, been on this podcast since Samantha B had to retire the word cunt. <laughs> we don't have to retire it though. No, but I will not allow it. I'm like, this was my childhood name. Do you think I'm going to get called it my whole life? I'm like, <laughs> the year of cunt. I would have no relationship with my father. So uh, that's our episode. There, we left a lot of people off this list. There yeah, are it's disgusting. It's there are so many more out there. It's a tome. Yeah, it it would be. I almost did make this two episodes, and I was going to do one with all dudes and see like if the discussion was different. <laughs> Try to teach your sons to not be disgusting. Teach your girl, your daughters to wear metal underwear and have swords. You should make that an acronym. I mean, we gotta like. like can we just have self defense in schools? Let's just have it. Let's just have yeah, it in schools. It wouldn't be. Let's just raise warriors. I think dude, we should have mental point. health counselors in schools. I don't yeah. think sex like, ads like weird. They only really not covering anything. They only really have that if someone dies yeah. in school. Sex ed is only don't get pregnant. It's not even like you know, just how do you tell if somebody's actually into it? How do you tell but when somebody's drunk? But it's so awkward drunk? to yeah. have like a yeah. pleasure conversation with a bunch of kids when you're t- the whole thing is weird. It's so yeah. weird. Well, because it's always taught by a forty year old, and it really. Like she's always got a whistle on. She like, always has a whistle, whistle or something. On? I always feel like it should be somebody like probably around 25, 26. That might be a little bit frank, and they don't have like that weird sense of uh, still so crazy. Yeah, yeah. or you so can wild. get the talk from your sophomore water polo coach <laughs> telling oh, a bunch no. of sixteen-year-olds if you trust someone, it's fine to fuck them, and then trying <laughs> to convince the goalie to emancipate from her parents. Oh my god! Oh, oh my wow. god! Where did you go? <laughs> it's so weird. you were in a cult, like high school. A water kid is polo fucked cult. up because you're. I mean. No one thought I was the only one that thought that conversation was weird. I was like, this guy should not be talking to 17 and 16 year olds about sex. Yeah. It's too much. Well, right remember now. how gross. common yeah. that trope used to be in movies and just like in life in general of like the coach that was always into fucking How about students? the entire movie Beautiful Girls where it was like but she just always <laughs> was in the, She was always in these movies where it was like an older man like wish I could fuck you. Ooh, I want to fuck you. Beautiful Girls was like all these people, like all yeah. these older guys being like, damn, this young hot girl, this 13-year-old hottie is. Yeah. <laughs> and so now hot. that's our president. <laughs> Good times. Anyway, don't fuck kids, please. Yeah. I, I say I say that's that's a stance we can all get behind. Stop fucking kids. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that- I mean, unless you're both kids. And then- Well, I always say I lost and my then Harmony and I was four movie. and everyone gets upset. And I'm like, he was three. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that's our episode. We don't have comments. We'll get back to comments soon. Don't you worry. What do we have to plug before we get out of here? January 26th, there's an unpop stand-up show at the Hollywood Hotel. Keith Carey is headlining. I'll be there. Cindy will be yeah, there. Yeah, I'll be there. I was going to say it was. Yeah, she will. Quincy Johnson the second, Travis Clark, Andy Sell, oh, Jessica Singer. Yeah. Andy, Sal, and I went to college together, and our college went out of business two times, and then it came back and burned to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> For the insurance. Money. That tracks. Isn't that fun? Uh, that show is January 26th, 9 p.m. It's I'm busy, free. so I can't anyway. So Come out. Oh, yeah, I was just going to ask, but if you're busy. No, I'm fine. not busy. I was just kidding. It was <laughs> too cool. No, you should. Come I'd do love it if to. you're free. Uh, and uh, patreon.com slash unpops. You get bonus episodes of all the podcasts that I host. And uh, all sorts of other fun things. Like maybe you can watch us live stream this episode like we're doing right now. Annie, what do you have to plug? Um, just follow me on Instagram, A-N-N-I-E-L-E-D-E-R-M-A-N. I'm at the Comedy Store most nights. Uh, you can check on the website or 
on the Comedy Store Instagram. They usually have the lineups. And also, I'm going to be starting a podcast uh, in the next week or two. So please follow me for updates on that. Nice. Hell yeah. Cindy. You can follow me at Cindy Arvina Jr. on all social medias. Visit my website, cindyarvina.com, and listen to my podcast that I share with Vanessa and Anna Valenzuela, the Bruja podcast, also on the Unpops Network. Yeah, yeah. Vanessa. Uh, uh, in addition to Bruhaha, I'm also on another podcast soon coming, coming out with Olivia Hydar called Lowest Common Phenominator that Is I'm that gonna pretty be psyched on? about. Is that going to be on Do you want it to be? I don't know. Can I? Yeah. It's on Unpops. Oh, cool. Good times. <laughs> it's going to be on Unpops. Yay. And that's Her shirt we is coming true. She is obeying. Hell <laughs> yes. Uh, and uh, check my website for any shows and uh, keep an eye out on Screen Junkies. You might see me again. Woo. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Cindy, Bye. say goodbye. Bye. Annie, say goodbye. Bye, guys. I missed you. I'm so glad to be back. We're so glad to have you back. Vanessa, say goodbye. Say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. <laughs> <laughs>